morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group and our toll-free number 800-951-0592. The website at allamericangold.com. And how you doing? Welcome, welcome, wherever you may be. Uh, whether it be in your car, maybe it's at your office, uh, maybe, maybe you got, got the podcast going, uh, yesterday, uh, my buddy Dave was in here, he, uh, he was sharing with me all this, the download information, you know, uh, 1360 KHNC, uh, the radio station, uh, we're, we're, we're over, you know, we got to a million minutes a month, downloaded minutes a month, now we're at a, a 1.1 million minutes. Pedro Radio News Hour. This show right here get, gets downloaded thousands and thousands and thousands of times every single month. Tens of thousands of times. Uh, so welcome to all of you out there. Shout out to the podcasters. Share this thing everywhere. Get the downloads going. Get people informed and all over the world. Japan, I see you. Afghanistan, we got people in Ukraine, Russia, Venezuela, Germany. We got a hotbed uh, of listeners in Germany. Why, why do I think we got such a big following there having a lot to do with the Weimar Republic? And, of course, obviously we got a big uh, military base there. It seems like a lot of military love to listen to this show. Uh, thank you guys uh, very, very much. Keep spreading the word around. Spread the word around. Spread the podcast around. Send that link out there. Let's get more people in the know. Uh, Jason, uh, I'm joined with my partner, Jason Walker, up in Colorado. It's official. Tiger Woods is back, and he's going to play in the Masters. I don't know what it is about this guy. I, I will tell you, as a kid, growing up, it used to be like McEnroe and Connor. Uh, beyond Borg in, in our, our, we, we'd get, get the tennis rackets out, you know, and they'd play the majors. Tennis kind of died. And I think it was Tiger Woods. And Tiger Woods, for whatever reason, just captivated the entire country. I remember in the, it was like the mid nineties, uh, Tiger Woods came to the Phoenix Open. I, I know a lot of you Arizonans are, already are shaking your head like, I remember. And he was at the 16th hole, and he made the hole in one, and I mean, literally was littered with beer, uh, the whole way through. And it was so funny is how things have changed. When he made that shot, and this was in the, I, I want to say it was 1996, but forgive me if I'm off a year. There was no grandstands, uh, you know, when, when people make the, uh, there was a couple of hole in ones at the open this year, and it's just like a, uh, like a baseball stadium surrounding because they, it's gotten all corporatized. I mean, this is what Tiger Woods has done, and of course, let's face it, all the great stories, uh, have kind of added to it, right, with, uh, all the, uh, well, let's just say ladies of the night and, and his ex-wife was at the time current wife with the golf club through the window and, uh, you know, uh, and, and he's back. He's back after his latest, uh, accident. And I'm using quotes, my air quotes, my radio air quotes, uh, where he drove his car off a cliff. 
but but uh, I will tell you, Jason, I'm going to watch. I'm going to watch. I did. <clears throat> I didn't pay att- <clears throat> attention to what uh, Tiger Woods has been doing lately. I did not even know he, he drove his car off a cliff. <laughs> I didn't know that. Oh yeah. I mean, he almost killed himself. Yeah. His leg is like. He, I mean, he's got the plates and the screws. Everyone thought he probably wouldn't play golf again. Oh, uh, a lot of people. And I was pure speculation. Pure speculation here. Uh, but Ambien may have had something to do with it. I don't know, you know, but, uh, that's what, uh, you know, hey. I've, I've but, never uh, been, yeah, so. I've never been a big fan of golf, Joe. I just couldn't get into it. I just. See, uh, you didn't get the bug. You didn't no, get I, the bug. But I just like bowling and golf are games. I don't, I never looked at them as sports. <laughs> so I, I couldn't get into them. I, I thought I played football and I played baseball and basketball and I played, I was in track. And I just looked at golf and, 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 and bowling. It's like, well, it's it's a game. I never looked at it as a sport. Yeah, I don't know why they call it sport. I know that you actually have to swing a club or throw a ball, but it's like to me, it's like that's that's like throwing darts or something, you know. Yeah, well, you know what? Uh, as a guy that loves to golf and bowl, by the way, I bowled last night. Uh, I still, it's amazing how crappy of a bowler I am. Uh, you know, ha- having bowled every week, pretty much. Uh, for the last like year and a half, I will tell you right now, uh, I, I'm gonna have to disagree because uh, I can't. I've got to have my knee brace on when I bowl because if I don't, my my knee g- gives out, uh, and I suck at it. So it's got to be hard. And uh, same thing with golf. Golf's more. Of, I will say this: golf's like more of a battle with yourself than anything else. Uh, the, yeah. the mental side of it, like is, a game, is, like a game. You know, it's it's, it's, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, it's a game. I mean, uh, walking isn't a sport, but uh, when you get older, it gets harder to walk. <laughs> well, I don't see anybody signing up for the uh, the World Olympics of walking. You know what I mean? <laughs> Uh, well, Jason knows I, I try to walk more now. So when Jason and I uh, are on the phone and we got to talk about something important that I know is going to be more than a five-minute conversation, I usually get my hat on because, you know, I'm bald and uh, the sun will burn me up. But I like to walk around outside, uh, try to get a little exercise going. Uh, but uh, when we get back, the evilest lady in the world, uh, Janet Yellen, Man, wait till you hear what she has to say. It is very interesting over the last couple of weeks. All of a sudden, our central bankers found religion? What? Inflation's really bad? Oh, no! Get that gold and silver put away. We'll be right back. 800-951-0592. Interest rates continue to rise. Uh, yesterday, uh, we're, we're right where we were yesterday, believe it or not. I actually thought gold would rally yesterday. It didn't. It's, it's kind of rallying today. Uh, right now though, 1928, uh, on, on gold, uh, silver, 2458. Another. Man, it's getting hard. Another all-time record high on silver premiums across the board. I don't care what it is. Uh, U.S. Silver Eagle premiums. Uh, it's it's crazy to think about this. They remember uh, during uh, early or especially early on during coronavirus, the mint was shut down. And remember, you could silver was unobtainium. Even then, the premiums weren't this high, uh, and it just seems like, just like everything else, 
The paper markets can say one thing. Nobody cares. Look at Saudi Arabia yesterday, right? Hey, by the way, uh, whatever you say the Brent price is, the paper price, add $10 to that. Because that's, that's the cheapest we're going to sell it for. Uh, it, and it's happening everywhere. Janet Yellen testifying in front of the House Financial Service Committee as we announce some more sanctions on Russia. Uh, and I won't bore you uh, with the details, but, you know, now you're banned from investing in Russia. Uh, and then they, I think they went after Putin's daughter and, you know, stuff like that. Uh, but she she comes out, and, and this goes to they needed cover. Because I'm going to tell you right now, yep, the whole Ukraine thing makes makes everything worse. There's no doubt about it. Remember, I told you the, the, the best outcome was no invasion, which could have happened. Matter of fact, should have happened. Right? Ukraine, I want people to understand how idiotic this really was. Do you know that Ukraine would have been by far the poorest country in the EU? They don't even really meet the requirements to be a member of the EU. And you got to remember, the EU's got tiny countries, in, like, like Estonia. Who? Yeah. They're part of the EU. That's how poor of a nation Ukraine really is. And Jason, I, of course, we, we told you that this, it's a corrupt country. It's always been corrupt. Uh, it's, it's number one export besides food was arms. They're an arms dealer. I mean, that's what they are. That's right, Joe. It's it's uh, it's interesting how the uh, the Western world is going to back Ukraine, and uh, we're going to send arms it, it, and food. And here's here's a, here's a funny thing, Joe. With with all of this help, wouldn't you think that in a time of war that maybe we could just uh, we'll, we'll just you know forgive the debts because hey, they're going to be fighting a war. There's going to be a lot of money needed to fight the war, but nope. Every single debt that they have, oh, they have no, and they have a lot of those debt payments are being made. It's more important than fighting the Russians. It's pay the debt. So, Joe, it, you're it, right. It, it, it's, so this could have and should have been avoided. But they didn't want to avoid it, period. I don't know why. I, I truly don't. I don't think there is any reason for, the, well, I'll give you that, Peru. Massive riots are happening in Peru right now. And really, in Egypt, and all, and, and pretty much, I, I would venture to say, in most countries that they consider "quote unquote" developing nations, people are rioting over inflation. They can't afford the fuel. They can't afford the food. They can't afford any of this stuff. For what point? I don't know. But I've got a funny idea that, and I shouldn't say I. I think I do know. They were screwed. Who's they? The central banks were screwed. Jason and I remember the whole transitory for a whole year. We had to hear this garbage transitory. If I could figure it out, right? You got to know they already knew. But of course, what were we saying? Hey, they're in a corner. They've got no good choice. They can't really fight inflation. Because, well, we got $30 trillion in debt. Could you imagine a Fed's funds rate 
let's just be uh let's just be uh, cautious they say inflation fake inflation the the fake inflation the number their favorite number that actually doesn't even track inflation that number it's what 8% okay okay let's just have the fed's funds rate be 8 then of course, we know in order for it to really be effective, you've got to be much higher than the inflation number. See, because how it was supposed to work, let me explain it to you how it was supposed to work, because this is how it worked in the 70s. And why I say we're not going to have the inflation of the 70s. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Because in the 70s, inflation was 15%, let's say. The Fed's funds rate was almost 20. When inflation was 10%, the Fed's funds rate was 14. Right? Your money was still outpacing the inflation. Now fast forward to today. Okay. We lie and say it's 8. And by the way, I think the new number is probably going to be closer to 10, but stick with what we know. 7.9. And right now, the Fed's funds rate's at 0.25. The real rate of inflation's probably close to 20. 0.25. I was just going to ask 0. you. 0.25. I was just going to ask you where do you where do you think that actual inflation is? I can't agree with that number. Yeah, it's close. Close to 20. Close to 20. That dog doesn't hunt. That bat doesn't. We're pull your head out. This is why they needed this war. So Janet Yellen, listen, this is why. So she could say this today. She told lawmakers today at the House Financial Services that Russia's invasion is an unacceptable affront to the rules-based global order. We got rules! Well, I mean, the rules we make up. And, and we'll have an enormous economic repercussions well beyond Ukraine. Hmm. Look at all the cover. See, it's not our fault. No, I'm Janet Yellen. I'm the lunch lady. I'm so good. It wasn't my policies. I know I I helped create the quote-unquote 2% inflation target. Oh, yeah, and by the way, I also helped changing all the rules on inflation so we don't actually have to track the inflation. But see, Jason, it's the Russians' fault. I don't think these Fed chiefs actually know what's actually going on. I think they just do what they're told, and I don't think they actually think about what they're actually doing. I think, that, I th- I think Joe, that to actually get Jerome Powell's spot or Yellen's spot, I think you actually have to be – Ignorant to what's actually going on. I, th- I think that's where it's at. I think there's the guys above them. No, I'll say this: modern money theory. Which, oh my lord, they were so much. Remember, Janet. Let's not forget. Before she became the Treasury Secretary, she was talking. We need to go big. See, of course, what was she talking about? Hand out money. Just hand it out. Forget about budget deficits. It's okay. Go big. These are, we, we have, it's literally a joke. Truly is a joke. And now the person that's going to inherit it all, 
Lael Brainard, Brainard. Brainerd, yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> I have a new thing we're yeah. going to be using for the, the Lael Brainerd thing, but uh, we'll, we'll get to that to get, continue, Joe. <laughs> you know, right? Okay. She's going to, she's going to be the, the one that brings in the, the digital currency. <laughs> and, and let me tell you right now, they are going to write all the perceived wrongs. Oh, you have no idea. They are going to pay, you are going to pay the price. And if you are not the right color, if you're not the right uh, LBGQTBCD, if you don't have the right acronyms, just be prepared to get less. I'm just telling you. You're going to get less. Now, for those of you that don't have any money in the bank, you're okay. Because you're aware, you're, you people, you're already controlled. Hey man, I just got, at the end of the month, I, I pay my bills. Right? And maybe I got, I don't know, $52 left. Or maybe I got $5,200 left. Problem is, you probably got ten, fifteen, twenty thousand $20,000 in credit card debt. You're, you're, you're leasing your automobiles and all this other, you got, you don't have any wealth. You're gonna be alright. For those of you, though, that do, plan on sharing it. Oh, yeah. Right? And I love the, the all these people that want all this free stuff. And it's not fair. And I deserve this. And give me a handout. Uh, the, the, the best thing I can tell you, it's just like an education. Hey, you know what? We got the kid that gets the A. He works real hard. Or maybe he's just gifted. Then you got the lazy kid that barely does any work, right? Hey, the smart guy, the, the, the gifted kid gets an A, the lazy kid gets an F, and the teacher just says, well, we're going to give you both C's. How do you think that's really going to work? What, what do you think that does? All that does is tell the lazy kid to keep being lazy. And it tells the gifted kid to what? What does it teach the gifted kid? Why should I... Why should I even care? Why should I even work hard? Right? All I'm going to do is get punished. And this is what they want to do to our financial system, Jason. You're, that's exactly true, Joe. That's uh, And, and these, the Federal Reserve is just a cancer to all of human society. Uh, and all the central banks of these countries are all, you know, they all work together. It's a, it's a cartel. And remember when you used to call uh, Janet Yellen the uh, the lunch lady? Remember that? Yep. Yep. Well, when when Lael Bernard gets put into place, uh, Jack and I came up with this piece because it, it, you don't you say Bernard that's that's kind of how you pronounce it, but you look at all you see is brain. When I see look at the name, I see brain. And yeah, I, it, it's it's you know it's funny is everybody called her uh, Bernard for years, but on the TV yesterday they started using Brainard. And when you look at the spelling, it does it spells brain. Brain, you see R. brain. Do you remember that car- yeah, yeah. that cartoon? Oh yeah. Do you remember that cartoon from the '90s, Joe? Uh, the Animaniacs. Do you remember that? Yeah, no, I didn't watch cartoons in the okay, '90s. Well, I was in. I, I didn't know, either. By, by, by the time I was in the '90s, I was in my twenties. They, they had know. this cartoon. It was a Disney sort of thing. It was to kind of re, you know re up it for for the, a new generation. But they had this one side cartoon called Pinky and the Brain. Did you ever see that thing? Pinky and the Brain. It's about these two mice. No. And, and every night, what they do is they plan on taking over the world. Play the play the bit, uh, Brian, or uh, Jack. Play the bit. 
What are we going to do tomorrow night? The same thing we do every night, Pinky. Try to take over the world. <laughs> every show, that's what they do. They try to take over the world. Like, well, that sounds like Brainer, doesn't it? The brain. <laughs> yes, the brain. Yes, uh, she she is now going to be. Now she's been nominated. It's not a. It's all but done. It's done. She she's going to be the vice chair, and that's how uh, the progression of the Fed happens. Uh, ever since Alan Greenspan, Ben Bernanke was his vice chair. Of course, Janet Yellen was Ben Bernanke's vice chair. Jay Powell was yep. Janet Yellen's vice chair. And now Lael Brainerd is going to be Jay Powell's vice chair. Uh, and, and again, like I said, she is extremely liberal in her beliefs and really truly believes that they can solve everybody's problems by rewarding failure. And this is, listen, this is why our economic system is such a mess right now. Pizza Radio News Hour. It's halftime on a hump day. Come back if you can take it. 800-951-0592. Last night, well, I guess one night nighttime, yesterday afternoon, uh, we we got some $5 liberties. We haven't had a, a good sale, I mean, really good sale on $5 liberties this year because uh, they're just gone. I mean, $5 liberties, uh, and these are the older ones, 1866 uh, through 1907, you know, quarter ounce. They were more expensive. You could buy 10th ounce for less, which th- that never happens. It's You know, as you go down from one ounce to half ounce to quarter ounce to 10th ounce, the premiums always get bigger, and you, you, you pay more as you go down. And that makes sense, right? There's more work to be done. Right? Instead of making one one ounce, you got to make four quarter ounce, or you got to make ten tenth ounce. Uh, finally, caught a break and 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 got an opportunity late yesterday. Uh, we have some five dollar liberties. These are the quarter ounces. These are not the one tenth ounces. These are the older quarter ounces. Uh, Six hundred and twenty five dollars, uh, and that's twenty five dollars off a coin, and that's a lot on a quarter ounce. Uh, so uh, for six hundred and twenty-five bucks, not not as expensive as some of the others. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. I want to focus on two things: oil and housing. Let's start with oil. So oil right now about a hundred dollars a barrel, uh, and I, I want to point out two things. Number one, we're releasing a million barrels a day out of the strategic oil reserve. The third largest city in the world, Shanghai, is completely closed. The ninth, or I'm sorry, the eighth largest city, Beijing, is under partial lockdown. And this is the best we're going to do. At about a hundred dollars a barrel. I want to point out some interesting things. Uh, in the, uh, in the oil numbers today. So there, you know, we had oil inventories come out. Uh, there was, we, we did have a build in crude inventory. But that's if you looked at the headline. If you actually 
factored in the amount of oil that's leaving the reserve, it would be the 30th straight week if you factored all U.S. oil stockpiles. It was down again for the 30th straight week. But again, they want to pretend that we're not taking from the reserve. But the biggest part of this is something is happening with supplies to the East Coast. I don't know what it is. Diesel inventories for states in the East. And I can just imagine. I'll call my mom and try to find out. I don't, I don't even want to guess what diesel prices are in the East. Fell to their lowest levels since 2003. Jet fuel. I actually saw this article the other day and ignored it. Shame on me. Jet fuel. This is in the East Coast is at their lowest level since the 90s. And and Jason, they're now saying that the airline industry is freaking out because they're having to pay thousands and thousands of dollars more to fuel up a plane in New York or Boston than they would in, say, Phoenix or Denver. Yeah, that's a problem. <laughs> that's that's a problem, Joe. It's uh, you know, it's uh, supply and demand, right? Well, how do you forget a fake inventory build? Well, we'll just not ship diesel fuel to the East Coast, and then next week we won't ship it to the West Coast. I mean, this yep. is a big. Uh, I promise you, this doesn't end the way they want it to. Well, and and and, and what Joe Biden did uh, to release strategic oil, it's it's a band aid. To a larger problem, he, you know, there's only so much of that reserve he can use, right? Yeah. What do you think's going to happen when Shanghai reopens, when Beijing reopens, and when you know this isn't this isn't a fake shutdown like you know here in the U.S. Oh, except for the uh, you know important people, no one goes to work. Uh, Beijing, they shut. Nobody goes to work. Shanghai, nobody goes to work. Right? You can't even go to the supermarkets. So this is going to get a lot worse. This is like the calm before the storm, and it, we're still at 100. Everybody in America wants to go on vacation this summer, Joe, and that's going to happen also. <laughs> I, I don't know. Anybody's Everybody not going on vacation. Does. Everybody's driving. I want to go on vacation. Come on. We all want to. It's been tough. The... Oh, wait till you see what it costs to go on vacation. Uh, this been, is why. I've been looking at I it, mean, Joe. Hotel, it's, 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 it's incredible what's going on. Hotel prices are ridiculous. Rental cars. Holy crap. I mean, you used to be able to rent a car for like $50 a day. Now it's like $150 a day. Plus, they got to throw all the taxes and all the other crap on it. it it's, it's insane. And then housing. You know, people forget that when the Fed was buying all this crap, their $9 trillion on their balance sheet, $40 billion a month was mortgage-backed securities. Yeah. Most people don't realize the Fed owns, the, the Federal Reserve essentially owns the housing market. But what that did is it drove down mortgage rates 
I mean, at one point, you could get a 30-year mortgage for 3%. This week, mortgage rates, 30-year mortgage rate is now over 5%. And, Ryan, you're like, why is mortgage rates rising way faster than, say, the 10-year notice? That's why. See, the Fed threw uh, a, a double dose of inflation onto the housing market. So... We got, uh, we, we get mortgage numbers weekly. This, this number still is old. It does, it, this is back. Mortgage rates for this number were at 4.8% on a 30 year. Uh, refis. Home refis. Down 70% year over year. That's a low, you know, let's face it. Who do you, what do you think? If you're a mortgage underwriter right now, you're probably worried you're not going to have a job much longer. Yep. Buying homes, actual mortgages to buy homes, was down 10%. The number one category affected first-time home buyers. Home buying, in my opinion, we're going to see mortgage rates crest 7%, maybe 8% before it eventually crashes the whole thing. Home buying is going to become an all-cash game. Because uh, people just can't afford them. It's going to be interesting how all of this works. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. The only thing up today is gold. Uh, the Dow down another three hundred points. Was down three hundred points yesterday. Listen, it's going to be down three thousand points daily. Got Wall Street's in big trouble. Uh, this is an everything bubble. It's been an everything bubble. Just wake up. Re- remember what these idiots were telling you. Well, the reason why we can have these ridiculously overvalued marks, right? I, I don't care. Take the uh, the Buffett rule, or you you take the Schiller indexes, all the and how overpriced. But they all they did say it. They're like, hey, listen, the Fed's pumping us. And it's okay to have these ratios when interest rates are zero. Interest rates ain't zero. Right? And, of course, the inflation, they never thought they would have. They thought, ah, oh, it's, it's, they're, they're, it's wrong. We can't print as much money as we want. No, you can't. Joe, let me, let me, let me, let me show one thing here. Uh, I, I actually, over the weekend, I was watching some videos. I once in a while, I like to watch the other sides. I was and I was watching Dave Ramsey, and, and, and I, I, smart guy, but he's kind of full of hot air when it comes to some issues. And listening to him say over and over again over the years that uh, the stock market is a is a hedge against inflation. This guy says this, and this is what a lot of people think. People think that the stock market is a hedge against inflation. So what? I, listen to these numbers. As inflation's really started getting running, well, and we'll use April, early April of uh, 2021 it was already starting in late 20 but it was it was up and running by april on april 11th the dow was at 34,200 the dow is now at 34,373 right at this moment depending on what you're what you're looking at so basically stale it's done nothing for essentially a year this being april 6th now and joe said earlier in the show uh, i think real inflation i agree with that. i think real inflation is 25 percent joe said 20 percent that's a stock market crash. I think people are going to have to readjust what a crash is. The stock market can go up 
in the future, the rest of this year, and we could still have a stock market crash because the stock market is not a hedge against inflation. Now, gold. Gold in, on uh, April 12th of last year was sitting at about 1732. Gold's at about 1932. What is that percentage, Joe? It's up 200 bucks from 1732. Well, let, me, let me, I didn't know you were going to do that. I'll get my handy dandy calculator. Yeah. Uh, just under 12%. That seems to be keeping up with inflation over the last year, Joe. And, and gold's pulled back. That's why you buy gold. It's just boring to watch gold sometimes. It moves slow, Joe, but it's it's it doing what it's supposed to be doing over the last year. And your stocks are, are crashing. You know, housing prices have been going up. Well, property is a thing. And even though there's a, there's a little bit of manipulation in there and, and, uh, and, and all kinds of factors, property's gone up. It's Well, it's, it's, it's a commodity. Stock in companies that are just the mega monolithic companies like Walmart and Amazon, that it's just, they're growing their stock numbers because that's the only place to put it because those companies are going to be successful and all the small ones, the small caps, the medium caps are dying, Joe. So people need to I'm, gonna, I'm just going to put that. it to you simply. Listen, growth is a debt creation. How are we having growth if refinancing of housing, which is the biggest asset class, housing, is down 60-70%. Buying homes, down 10%. And and, and, and it's, not to, it's going to and getting worse. I guess that's my point. Yep. And getting worse. What's the next biggest purchase? Automobiles. Car sales are down. New cars across the board, 25%. And it's huge, and the answer really is simple. Think about, we've gone years where you could basically buy a car for 0%, right? Or 1% or 2%. Now, now you go to get a car loan, and you're not getting a car loan for under 5 J- And Joe- rising. And if your credit's bad or, or too low, I mean, it, it only goes up from there, Jason. Yeah, Joe, check out the average guy that lives paycheck to paycheck trying to get all the bills paid for his family. He's not going to plunk down $2,000 for gold. It's, it's just not attainable paycheck to paycheck. But now look, now the guy that at least he was buying a house paid by you know paycheck to paycheck, he ain't buying a house, Joe. He can't do it. You know, that used to be the one thing, well, I got to pay rent, so I'll, I'll at least buy a house and try to put a little away for myself. They're going to make that impossible. This is why gold is so much more important uh, as far as uh, protecting what you've uh, saved, Joe. I'll, I'll give you another easy example. So think about what they're going to do to you and I when the digital currency comes. Because we're going to go, we, we know, we're in, it's the everything bubble. Bonds bubble, housing bubble, stock bubble. Car bubble, right? Everything bubble. It's so bad that the Biden administration has once again now extended, hey, now you don't have to pay your student loans till September because they know there's no chance. People don't have any money. And they're talking about how strong the economy, these clowns that couldn't even figure out how bad inflation was going to be are now telling, oh, don't worry, we can do the the, the balance sheet runoff and and raise interest rates and and the economy's strong. I'm telling you right now, 
If you believe that, you're not paying attention. In the middle of all those bubbles, Joe, gold is you're just... You're not paying attention. Gold's doing exactly what it's supposed to do, isn't it? Isn't that, isn't that, it's always nice to look at the one-year span or the five-year span. And gold just did, does exactly what it's supposed to do. That's This is why we do what we do, Joe. Spring training uh, attendance, another great... And believe me, no one's here for the baseball. Well, some of the you nuts are out there love the baseball. Most people are just out there to be seen, enjoy the great weather. Attendance is down like 20%. I hope, again, I hope you're getting ready because it's coming like a tidal wave. 800-951-0592. Final segment coming up. 800-951-0592. U.S. $5 Liberty Gold Pieces. $625 at $800-951-0592. Gold's up three, four bucks here. nineteen twenty seven. Uh, silver's up a couple cents here, twenty four fifty five. Uh, the Dow is a, uh, down across the board. The Nasdaq leading the way, down over three hundred points as interest rates uh, continuing to rise. The inverted yield curve uh, continuing here. So we're almost now one week of this inverted yield curve, uh, and I, it's not going away anytime soon. And that's just the, that's just telling you. Just telling you. And I know gold's been boring lately. We've been in a really tight window. Really, outside of a few days between 1920 and 1950. Uh, and when it pops, it's going to pop big. Because I think really the only thing holding it back is people want to believe. Right? We want to be, believe, hey, somehow... Uh, this inflation's gonna go away and, and somehow we're gonna be able to raise rates, you know, to 2% and fix it. You got no hope. If inflation's 20%, going to 2% does nothing. Selling off your balance sheet, all the balance sheet's all it's gonna do, gonna make mortgage rates even higher. It's going to make car loans more expensive. It's going to make everything more expensive on a, at a time when we're already dealing with massive inflation. How do you break massive inflation? You've got to get to the point where it's so expensive, nobody buys it. Of course, what's that called? That's called the Depression. That's what's coming. And I hope you get ready for it. 800-951-0592. Uh, really quick, uh, every, man, this fertilizer thing just doesn't stop. Uh, Belarus. Who? Yeah, Belarus. Uh, apparently one of the world's largest suppliers of potash. Uh, just declared force majeure, uh, saying, hey, we're not going to uphold our contracts, uh, due to situations beyond their control. Uh, just to give you an example of how expensive uh, things have gotten in the fertilizer industry, uh, you know, you're looking at things like, uh, like potash. They used to trade at $268 a metric ton on the Chicago Board of Trade in early 2021. Today... Nine hundred dollars 
on metric ton. Belarus I mean, is we're almost Belarus is Russia to, friendly, Joe. Is, ah, okay. They're there Russia, you go. They're, they're, yeah, they, they they joined up with Russia side of things. Yep. So there there you have it. Uh, and again, uh, all of these things and, and it takes a while. Uh, remember. Uh, yesterday, right on our website, the CEO, major supermarket CEO saying, listen, the next 30 to 60 days here in the U.S., prices are going to rise at least another 10%. That's nothing. You know what I'm wor- really worried about? What's going to happen when the harvest comes in? What's going to happen in August, in September, in October. BlackRock, Joe. BlackRock was mentioning food prices at 20 to 50% higher later this year. 800 9510592 $5 liberties at $625.